Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 10, or overall, Episode 28. Yes, uh, I'm Jade, the one who did not notice anything was wrong with the first recording of this. Whoops, also I'm the smart one. I'm Art. I'm the one who wishes Jade would stop referring to my mistakes, and I'm also the cute one. I'm here to shame you, you like it. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So today's episode is probably going to be a little short and uh, very anecdotal. We're talking about something that is very near and dear to the hearts of every PC gamer, RGB. Everyone's favorite radioactive gamer blood or rainbow gamer blood, your favorite. (laughs) Well, you see, I am legally obligated to enjoy rainbows because, as I say very often on this podcast, gay rights. (laughs) If you're interested in gay rights, check out our website at techthoughts.gay. Or you can check out our after show where you can see us, two live gays, talk about things that we don't get a chance to talk about on this podcast. Our after show is at our Instagram, at Tech Thoughts Podcast, and we're live every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. We're dead until then, of course. So, RGB, what do we have to talk about with this? I mean, it's pretty standard, right? It's just pretty lights that don't actually do anything but make your computer look cool, right? Well, the entire ecosystem of RGB is less of an ecosystem and more of a pile of bickering children. So strap in everybody because it's time to learn just how fragmented the PC lighting ecosystem really is. So yeah, RGB. Uh, Fancy lights for the low, low price of, I don't know, 20 bucks if you want an RGB strip. For just one RGB strip. Yes, indeed. And like 70 if you're going for like a Philips Hue one, but whatever, (laughs) go on. Let's say you did go on our favorite internet retailer, not Amazon.com, because they're awful people, uh, and you search up RGB strips. What do you get? What is what is addressable? What's digital, and what the heck is analog? Like, does your is your light strip actually a TV? <laughs> the answer is well, I mean, sort of, but not really. No. Well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> Thank you. In this case, addressable and digital are actually the same thing. What it means is that mm-hmm. each LED diode, which is a redundant sentence because LED means light emitting diode, but whatever can have a different color so you can have like you know a string of, of like of the entire rainbow on one light strip mm-hmm. analog just means all the lights on the led strip must change at the same time you can't address each of them okay so for analog like you wouldn't be able to do multiple colors on one light strip for example not simultaneously you can you can like change it but like yes <laughs> yeah 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 so cool you got that out of the way you uh you get yourself an rgb strip whatever type you wanted how do you control it? Some RGB strips come with remotes and are powered by old AC current. Plug it into the wall and there you go. You usually just control it through the remote. Otherwise, you might have gotten one that can plug into your motherboard where you can control it through your motherboard manufacturer's random specific software. Examples are MSI Mystic Light, Asus Aura, Gigabyte RGB Fusion, whatever the heck uh, Colorful has. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> Colorful is a very small <laughs> company. Or not. I just haven't heard of them in a while. Um, but now they make stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, motherboards do usually support both types of RGB strip now. So analog and, you know, digital slash addressable. They're still mm-hmm. limited in what you can do. Even though I kind of said that, sure, every LED can be a different color on an addressable strip. That's simply dependent on what your motherboard manufacturer offers you, actually. Yeah, but that would be a limitation on, like, the motherboard manufacturers and not on, like, the actual, like, LED Yes, strips the, the LED strips yeah. hardware is, is, is good. Like, it's made to do that. The, the only issue is, like, getting motherboard manufacturers to put in those things. In fact, some software has more features than others. Yeah, and if you heard that, like, whole giant list of softwares that we just said, yeah... I currently have like four of them downloaded onto my computer. I think I have two separate softwares, both for different products, 
that are both EVGA products. And I don't know how I feel about that one specifically. Because I think my cooler, like the, yes, because I have an RGB cooler now on my computer. And my cooler and my graphics card don't use the same software despite being made by the same company. I get it, but at the same time, it's really annoying on like a user end. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I feel like part of that is just because in your case, the, the cooler, the CPU cooler, the pump um, has its own software just because it's like kind of technically not their technology. AIO liquid coolers are all actually based on the same design by a company called Asetech. Basically every single AIO water cooler is more or less manufactured by them. That's... Yeah. Okay. But like, but like four softwares. No, yeah. I also love hearing you say softwares. Like, yeah. like, I think I think you are, like, grammatically correct, but it sounds so bad. No, it sounds so dumb. It sounds like every bad hacker talk on every television show ever. I just don't know how else to word it. It's kind of like how, it's kind of like how by default when talking about, like, like, like records, people will say vinyls. Um, and it's like, I don't blame them for that. That, that seems like it should be the plural. Softwares sounds like it should be the plural, but it makes me sound like a boomer. Did you get me the solitaire softwares last night? Thanks. Anyway. <laughs> that You just also made it sound like that boomer is buying, like, drugs. Like, solitaire drugs. Like, like did you hook me up with, uh, with the good it'll, shit? It'll hook me up with those, those 50, those, how many, those 52 decks of cards. 52. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. But, yeah. So this is, this is, this is an example of that kind of fragmentation we were just talking about in terms of, like, depending on what parts you have, you might control them in different ways. But it gets worse. Yeah. And it gets worse with fans. Right. So RGB fans are a thing. And one of the main companies that are putting them out and the ones that I think people most look at are Corsairs, like their light loops in particular. Corsairs RGB stuff in general. So their fans, their light strips, their headphone stands, all of these things all use their own little Corsair IQ software, which... Yes, is one more thing to add to your endless repertoire of random junk, but also all of those things have their own proprietary connectors, meaning you have to mm -hmm. use their specific Corsair hub to make all of it work in the first place. And yeah. then, of course, you get the proprietary Corsair software to go with it. So we've brought ourselves to what? <laughs> how, how, much, how much RGB junk do you have on your computer now? So much. I mean, like, so it's, it's Corsair... And then the the graphics card and the motherboard and the water cooler, um, so that's a lot basically is the answer. And I I don't understand. I have complicated feelings about Corsair software because it's so customizable, which is a great thing. I do not understand how to use it. Like that's that that's the that's the that's the trade off. It's like it's so customizable to the point of just like being semi-unusable to a person who's just, like, looking to open it and try to figure it out. That's fair. I will say that, like, I do think Corsair software, even though it's clunk-tastic, does have the best features in, like, how to how to display the lighting. Um, yeah, no, I definitely... I can agree with that just from having tried to figure it out. Like, it's great. It's just, I don't understand it. I w I've wanted to make the fans on my computer, like, trans-flag-colored, for like months and the only reason i haven't done it is because the one time i tried the software just like chewed me up and spit me back out <laughs> software saw you trying was like no stop that the trans people don't exist <laughs> corsair if you are not transphobes please fix your software thank you goodbye <laughs> tech thoughts podcast actually does believe in trans people otherwise you would not have a podcast anyway 
other companies have their own random software. Razer, with their RGB keyboards and uh, fancy mouse pads, have their own software known as Razer Synapse. Also really feature-packed and pretty great, but it really adds up. With all this random RGB software running, it does kind of eat into your system resources, and I believe LTT, Linus Tech Tips, did a study on that, that it does in fact impact your performance to a degree, especially the more junk you add. That's really annoying. Yeah, a little bit. No, yeah. And then also just since you mentioned like like Razor and like and like RGB keyboards. Yeah, it, we're not just talking about stuff that goes in your computer like fans. We're talking about anything that uses RGB, which means yeah, keyboards, headphone stands. I didn't know that there was an RGB headphone stand. That's absolutely ridiculous. There's an RGB cup holder. That's just insane. No, 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 it's yeah, so this cool. is the, this one. is the problem. No, this is why people judge gamers. This is why people always say that like gamers will put RGB on anything. They're not wrong. We really will. It's kind of a problem. Gamers are the equivalent of those California girls who put live laugh love on the wall. Yes, but the, the point I'm trying to make is yeah, RGB isn't something that's contained to your computer. It's anything that has this sort of like lighting system. So like my keyboard has RGB. It also has its own software. Um technically, if you wanted to get broad about it light strips like we mentioned earlier in the episode like philips hue makes light strips they're 70 dollars a pop it's ridiculous but their light strips like their light bulbs are also rgb or at least some of their light bulbs are rgb the expensive ones those also have their own software i have separate apps on my phone for all of those it's a pain so it really is just like 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 just to fully drive home the point of how separated all of these things are yeah that being said, there have been some efforts to, say, unify all of these random RGB things. Uh, this is an open source project called OpenRGB. It is a project that has tried to take everything from as many motherboards as they can support, Razer keyboards and other keyboards, liquid coolers, graphics cards, put all mm-hmm. of that control in one application. We'll in fact link that it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll link it in our not description as always. It does have some issues, which do kind of highlight just how hacky RGB works on computers. Mm -hmm. One of the issues it has is that if you have an MSI or Gigabyte motherboard, MSI motherboards are simply not supported at the moment because apparently the way that they control all of their RGB function is through one of two different kinds of microprocessors. Uh, and if you don't know which one your motherboard uses, you can brick the entire RGB subsystem and get it. What the hell? Yes. To be that's f- awful. Yeah. To be fair, um, it's an open source project, and it's not like it's supported by MSI. This is not like their problem, except that it's just kind of highlighting that their implementation of it is very, let's call it cost effective. Yeah. Very hacky. Very terrible. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, if you don't have an MSI motherboard or a Gigabyte one, which also has similar problems at times on their Z390 boards, mm-hmm. honestly, give OpenRGB a shot. You might be able to uh, put everything in one place. Or at least put some things in one place so you can knock yourself down from like five softwares to like two, maybe? Right. Um, also, if you're interested in RGB fans and, say, light strips that you can just plug into your motherboard and have at least in one place, um, look into Fantex's Halos line. We're not sponsored by anyone, but I would love to be sponsored by Fantex one day. They make these cool RGB fan frames that let you add mm-hmm. RGB to literally any fan. I have Noctua fans, and there's RGB like frames on them, and they look great. The more I say RGB, the less it feels like a term, and more like I'm just like slurring things together. <laughs> 
yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's not a word, which I think doesn't help anything, Arguable. but it... it y- what? <laughs> Arguba. Arguba. It's an initialism instead of an acronym. So, like, yeah, it is, it is, it is weird. But, yeah, those are some ideas for if you want RGB stuff without having to take a performance hit or without just having to, like, remember which programs are assigned to what because, frankly, I forget and it's annoying. Um, it's just me clicking around all of my programs till the correct one opens and I can handle it. Oh, my mouse, actually. My mouse also has its own software for oh, RGB. Yeah. I just forgot about it because I haven't re-downloaded it after, after resetting my computer. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, there are some ideas for simplifying your setup while still getting to keep the rainbow flare that RGB provides. So yeah, that's all the time we have for you guys today. Like we said, this is a short one, although I didn't know about the open source project that Jade brought up before uh, this episode, and I am actually really excited to try it out after this episode. Um, So hopefully that'll be of help to some of you who are gamers, and hopefully for those of you who aren't gamers, this was still kind of interesting to listen to. As PC gamers, it was just sort of like an in, in, in inevitability. It had to happen. Like we had to, we had to talk about this. But I didn't. I certainly didn't expect it to be as all over the place as it is. So yeah, I don't know what we ha- what we're gonna have for you guys next week. Uh, right now, we're in a part of the season where we're doing a lot of solo episodes to talk about things that we just never got to talk about in, especially not in season one because season one was just like a one long sustained arc. Uh, so we're not really, like, these episodes don't really have a connecting thread other than just being about tech and being things that we think are, are interesting and that we wanted to talk about. But between now and next week, make sure to catch our after show. We're live every Friday at our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast at 8 p.m. ET. Um, and if you're interested in checking out the project that Jade mentioned or just seeing the sources that we use to do the research for this episode, uh, feel free to check out our website and our not description, which is Jade. Techthoughts.gay. Yes, gay rights. Very fitting this episode. Gay, gay rights fitting more than ever this episode. I'm going to go try and figure out how to make my fans trans colored. Um, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.